hey guys, do you want to help make a podcast happen every single week? Well, guess what? You have the power to do that. Locked not within your soul, but within your wallet. That's pretty good. Yeah. Locked within your wallet. You can go to patreon.com slash fresh hop cinema. And for just $10 an episode, that's $40 a month. <laughs> you can help us out to keep this show going. Please don't hesitate. Give us $20 an episode. We don't care. You can come to our events. If you give us that much money, we will literally want. cook you dinner and feed it to you. We've done it before. Ask Jared Schmidt. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. You get access to all our cool parties. First dibs on swag. Don't say swag. 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 All of our cool stuff. Bonus episodes every month, week, year, day, whatever. Just do it. Patreon.com slash Fresh Hop Cinema. Why don't we begin? Most of the theme song. Report to that. We hope you enjoy. Sorry, I thought we were This is Fresh Hop Cinema. Welcome to Fresh Hop Cinema, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Max Minardi. And my name is Johnny Summers. Together, we are your favorite movie and beer podcast. Yeah, like Johnny just <laughs> we're said. We're not. We should be. Yeah, we should be. This is about movies and beers. Uh, this is how our show works. If you've never heard it before, it's three parts. We cover two beers and one movie. We cover our first beer. Then we go to a break after chatting about our lives. Then we cover a bit of our movie. This week, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, the latest in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We will not spoil anything. This came out on July 6th. So it's fairly new if you're hearing this episode current, and you'll have a chance to see it. We won't spoil it. Then we go to another break. We come back, talk about our last beer, and then spoil the movie in what we call the danger zone. Yeah. Did I hit every nail on the head? I think you did. Great. Yeah. Call me a, a carpenter then. Yeah. Boom. You Carpenter, you. I don't know. Yeah, that was sure. awesome. We are we recording are. this on a Monday, a little bit earlier than we're yeah. usually doing it, because young Maxwell. That'll be my hot. Yeah? Don't spoil it. Okay. Or maybe this will be. I'm not sure. I have two uh, hots to choose from. Fine. Well... I'm going to spoil one of them then. Do you, that's fair. Yeah, we're recording yeah. early. Well, one of them has to do with me, and it affects my life. Fair. Which is you going This to doesn't work. affect your life? My no, hair doesn't your affect your life? affects my life, but sure. in a much deeper and sexual way. Sure, sure. No, um, you're going to Hawaii. Yes. And we're recording early because you're leaving at, what, 3 a.m.? I'm leaving, yeah. We've got to leave around 3.45, 3.30, and then drive to Sacramento, fly out of Sacramento to San Francisco, and then fly to, to Hawaii. Fun. Yes. Which island are you going to? Mm-hmm. We're going to, it's not Honolulu, it's not Maui. It's um, Hawaii. No. Kilauea. No. That's the one that's melting, right? I've, I hope I hope it's not that one that we're going to then. If we're going to, um, you know, there's another one. Okay. Uh, we're going to get 100 emails for me not knowing the Hawaiian that's Islands. That's fine. But you know, we'll think of it. We yeah. don't need you mobbed by fans. Either. Yeah, I know. Let's let you uh, vacation. In so we're going to Hawaii. That's super rad. Yeah. Going to be gone for uh, about a week. Going to be back next uh, Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember. Nice. So Just in time to record the podcast. Correct. So that's why we're recording early. You'll hear yeah. this. This won't. Nobody will have known because it's going to drop next. Uh, well, it'll drop today, Monday. Yeah. Uh, but a week from the day that we record it. So. Exactly. So it's yeah. Now Monday the ninth. Yes. Max is about to leave for vacation. A yes. long overdue vacation. Yeah. How long has it been since you've taken a vacation? So like, it's kind of tough because like I play music for a living. So yeah. I travel a lot, and a lot of that's downtime. No, I mean like a, a vacation where you're not working. I don't know. Okay. It's been a. Uh, I mean, five years, four or five years since I started doing music. Nice. Because uh, it's tough to take like a whole week off and not make money, you know? It is. It's hard to just relax. Anyways, maybe nice. we'll, we'll talk more about that after yeah, we get into our let's beer. let's jump into some stuff, dude. You want to drink some beer? Yeah. I want to ask you a couple questions first because um, t- Johnny what? Uh, has brought a lot of the beers for the show over the past, since February, more or less. I think you've picked out like 95% of these beers. Oh. And I was going to say you're a professional, but here we are spilling them. A little bit. But that's a bubbly beer. Anyways, so I was going to have you tell me about this first beer you got. Uh, you know, the usual stuff. What's it 
called, where, what breweries are from, what kind of beer is it, where can we find it around, and how much might it cost us? Yeah, so this beer is called Another One. It is from Maine Beer Company out of Freeport, Maine. Freeport? Freeport. Freeport. <laughs> Freeport, Maine. Freeport, Freeport, <laughs> Maine. Perfect. It is an IPA, and their logo is called Do What's, uh, Do What's Right. That's their logo. Their, their, their motto? Logo, motto, whatever. Yeah. yeah, they don't really have a logo. Yeah. What, what is that? Is that like a leaf? It's like a feather or a leaf. Yeah, yeah it's hard to see. But it's a very clean looking bottle. It's a nice white label. And, uh, you know, it's a 7% IPA, by the way. Yeah, this said is that. a bottle conditioned IPA. And I did tilt it a little bit. That's probably why it's a little foamy. But this one's clocking in at 7% mm-hmm. ABV. And this bad boy was about 8 bucks. And we got this beer and our second beer from a new partner of the show, little com- comrades over there at New Earth Market here in Chico. Yeah, that was what I meant to say off top. We're at, we're at Chico, California podcast. Yeah. So if you're listening in a different state and then we're describing this place that you've never heard of because you're trying to find this beer, sorry, that's in our town, probably not yours. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, I mean, they have been getting a lot more distribution. It wasn't that long ago that you never saw any main beer mm-hmm. at all in California. I sure. remember the first time I saw it. They have a really famous pale ale called Peeper. Mm. And I remember I saw it one day just randomly at the Goose and about poop my pants because sure. like, this is a legendary beer that i've right. never seen around here so uh, i don't have much of a description so if you could read the oh one, i got you read the one from their website yeah so this says it's an intensely hoppy american ipa brewed as the light colored counterpart uh they have a beer called wheeze i guess this, this is the this is the lighter version of that i don't know what that means i didn't look it up all right uh, both beers incorporate the exact same kettle and dry hopping schedule another one has a very clean malt palate leaving little but hoppy resins on the tongue and finishes dry and crisp Johnny, I see that you have tasted it. That's super. Does that sound right? That does sound right. I wouldn't call it intensely hoppy, though. No? It's super. I mean, it is hoppy, but it's not. It's intense in hop flavor, but not uh, overwhelming bitterness. Yeah. Like, you get, like, the good parts of the hop, not right. just a, a mouth bomb. Yeah, I mean, that, there's a there's a place for that, I think, Totally. Too. But, but this is, this. I've only smelled it, but it's very, very aromatic. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's really it nice. It smells real balanced. And it's crisp. And I was looking through the selection. They actually, over at New Earth, had a few different main beers to choose from. And this one was brewed the freshest. Because sometimes when you're dealing with East Coast manufacturer, some time delay happens. But this one was brewed, I think, last month. So it's only got like a month on it. Yeah, that's great, man. Super fresh, super killer. This beer's really, really smooth. Yeah, I like it. I like this quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to be one of my my favorites that we've done recently, but I do think it's very good. Yeah, totally. No, it's really a lot mellower than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It's not biting at all. It's really smooth, almost sweet up front. And it's got a nice, mellow, semi-bitter finish. Sure. More just dry. Yeah, it's yeah. I agree, man. That's It's a very well-balanced beer. Yeah. I'm, I'm really obsessing over this label. I love the minimalistic it's so simple. cleanliness of it. It's really nice. Yeah. This is a, this is a pint, 0.9 ounces of yep. a bottle. And I think eight bucks is what you said, right? Yeah, which is not bad. That's pretty reasonable. Yeah, granted, yeah, because it's traveling across across the nation yeah. to get here. Well, and this is one of the more rare slash sought after beers on sure. the East Coast, sure. as far as um, stuff that you just don't see out here ever. This wouldn't this wouldn't be on the scale of like a Pliny the Elder, would it? I don't think so. I mean, yeah. for some people, it would be. I know people have traded for this from the East Coast before we got distribution of it, but I mean. I can't testify as to the the trade value or its popularity sure. compared to a beer like that, but I know taste wise and also shape wise of the right. bottle. It's, it's that, that, very that, similar. Yeah, that pint and almost one ounce is a very iconic 
mm-hmm. shape for a bottle. They always tend to be very similar. Yeah. So no, I like this beer. It's really crisp. It's clean. Uh, it's easy drinking too. Yeah. It's very very sippable. What is it like? A hundred degrees out today? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. You know, I'm not about that life. Yeah. But this no. is a nice a nice way to balance things out. I yep. think an overly malty or overly hoppy IPA would have been a little bit too much for the day. Yeah. Um, and not that I like to judge beers too much given the day that I'm drinking them, mm-hmm. but it does factor in whether I mean to or not, I think. I think that's how the human brain works. Oh, yeah. There's no way around it. What do you think about giving this a 1 through 10? Hmm. I think overall it's phenomenal. Uh, I think there are a lot of better single IPAs available out there in the market right now. Uh, this one has a bit of um, um, not nostalgia, but a bit of a mystique about it, just because it is so hard to get. Sure, and it is a beer that you don't see at all out here usually. So I mean, that's going to affect the score a little. Um, crushable though, absolutely crushable single IPA. I'm going to give it a seven point five. Okay, let's. Uh, I'm going to jump in here too and say, uh, I, I think we have new listeners every week, at least every couple of weeks. I know for a fact that we get some new listeners. But yeah, which is growing, why I always harp on this. We're growing um, like a brush fire, dog. If you haven't heard the show too many times. We have a rating system. We rate our beers and our movies, and it's kind of arbitrary and subjective. We change sometimes our standards every week, mm-hmm. um, so the ratings are purely for fun, and yeah. we like doing it. That said, 7.5, if anybody argues with that, uh, I'll murder them for you, Johnny. Thank you. I'm going to actually give it a 7.5 as well, so nice. I'll, well, I'll murder them for me as well. Murder them for us. Yeah. This is, this is a really good beer, man. I think it's definitely crushable. Um, the hype doesn't really get me because I just learned about this beer today. True. So I, I think it's a perfectly well-balanced beer. It's good. It's w- not amazing. I wouldn't buy this to bring to a share, but I would buy this to crush on my back patio while I'm barbecuing. Sure. That's like yeah. the perfect purpose for this beer, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Let's Fair. put this beer to bed. What is it? Where was it from? This is another one from Maine Beer Co. You can find it once again if you're in Chico at New Earth uh, over on East, right across from the Tinseltown Cinemark. Yes. Is that the right way to say that? The Cinemark at I mean, Tinseltown? I think so. Ah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. The theater of movies. Good work. Good yes. work, man. Not the pageant, though. Don't get confused. Yeah. Okay. Good work. Let's jump into Hot and Bothered. Johnny, explain what Hot and Bothered even is. So every week we dabble in our personal lives a little bit, and sometimes we talk about something that's hot or got us hot and excited. Yep. Or something that's got us bothered mm-hmm. because, well, it bothers us. Sure. So sometimes we do one of each. Sometimes we do one, and then the other one does the other. It doesn't matter. Changes. Yeah, um, it's fluid. Are you going hot or are you going bothered this week? Uh, mine's um, an amalgam of both. All right, you better go first then. Yeah, so th- I was very hot this weekend, literally. Sure. Yeah, I went floating yesterday on the Sacramento River. Yep. And ended up floating the the run from Hamilton City to Scotty's. Mm. So it was like a good like two-hour float. Yeah. We ended up doing that twice. In a row, like you went back yeah. to the beginning. Didn't yeah, you? we just we did it again. You said we, so you weren't by yourself. Yeah, no, it was me, uh, the wife Shalena, and mm-hmm. then our buddy Matt and his daughter, and our good buddy Sean Kaywood. Great, went out there and had a little floating bottle share. Uh, he had a bunch of stuff. He had just gone out and visited Treehouse, uh, also so, from the East Coast. Yeah, great. So he was cracking like variants of ridiculous stuff. You guys must have had a nice chest. Yeah, we have a, actually we have a floating square tube that we blow up that you can fit an ice chest Perfect. in. And you just tie all your tubes to it. That's it's awesome. Pretty magical. Yeah. But we, so that's my hot because it was awesome and the yeah. water was like ice cold and it was ridiculously nice. But also, um, the water was so cool, you kind of forgot that it was like a hundred degrees and sunny. Mm-hmm. And oh. my belly looks like yeah, sunburnt, like the color of your shirt right sure. now, which is which is red, everybody, not red. Caucasian. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's not good. Some runs are nothing. No. So that's the combination of both. And I was like driving around in the work van today in like a Dickies work shirt. Yeah. Just just, scratching. It's like, I just want aloe and an ice bath. Did you put any type of lotion or or sunscreen combatant? Yeah, we we re-upped on the spray sunscreen. I mean, more today, like realizing you've made a mistake. What did you do to aloe? Just straight up aloe. Just aloe. Yeah. What else are you supposed to do? Um, hmm, I don't know. I was. I don't really get sunburned. I was just told aloe. Sure. Like that's what I've always been told. Since I just I seem like if you put on aloe and then you put on clothes, it'd be like slimy. Yeah, you have know. to let it dry. Sure. It's really weird though because it's like tacky. Yeah. In it. Yeah. It's just not fun. Someone needs to do something. There's probably something for it. We just don't know. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's that's me, man. Well, great, dude. It was uh, fun. I'm gonna do uh, my my hot is a two kind of a two parter. They're related. I am going on tour in a few months. Yes. And I am putting on a fundraising campaign to raise money to pay the people I'm taking on the road and to put us up and travel and all that. Okay. So today I shot a fundraising video for the campaign I'm going to launch with our friend Brian Massa. Nice. You know Brian. I do. I've seen him around. He's taken photos before. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, Brian brought his whole setup. It was great. There's a big old softbox. He's got some... I can't even take the time to describe all this, but there's great gear. Anyways, Brian stuck around and he's taking photos of us now. Right now. I was hoping maybe there would be a shutter click right there. It would have been, wait for it. There it is. Uh, so Brian's here. Um, so we're going to have some cool new podcast stuff. If you guys have been wondering what we look like these days, Johnny's wearing multicolored shirts, which is a new thing over the past couple months. Yeah. Living dangerously. Um, I got a haircut. Yeah. So Me keep too. up with us on all of our social medias. Oh, did you? Your hair's always changing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's very short. Yeah. Uh, so. would, would they be able to maybe see these these pictures on a website sometime soon? Maybe. maybe. Yeah, I think that'll be after Hawaii. All right. But um, with it, they don't know the time frame. Yeah, it'll be after they hear this. Yeah. By by about a week or two. It's but. coming soon. That's yeah, what I'm we've saying. also got a website in the works. It's going to be real good, you guys. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, that's what's got me hot this week. That's what's got you hot this week. Uh, Brian, anything got you hot, man? <laughs> I, will add, I will add one thing. Thank you to all our... Uh, so the tier of Patreon people that have been active in the polls that we've been doing for Respect. our events for the, what, I can't remember what tier it is. But anyway, yeah. you know who you are. If you voted in a poll because you're at that tier, we appreciate it. Yeah. You're making our lives easier by being involved. And big shout out to the people that I don't know that DM'd us for stickers. Yeah, on Instagram, right? Yeah, those are going in the mail tomorrow. Awesome. That's the thing. If you're listening to this podcast and um, maybe you don't follow us on Instagram, even though we constantly remind you. Uh, we can send you stickers. We've got a bunch of stickers. We're happy to send them to you. Send us a message on Instagram at Fresh Hop Cinema. Johnny will send you as many stickers as you want. That's right. You just have to tag us in a post when you get them. Yeah, and just put them on things that don't belong to you. Yeah, right. Actually, like, like I, other people's cars. Put that's them great. in bars and stuff. Yeah. Just stick them around. A lot of people uh, have been asking for them to put them on their local beer bars like yeah. fridge. A lot of beer bars yep. have that cooler. We should stick. We should do that. Yeah, a lot of the bars around town have. Okay, cool. Big shout out, Lucas at the Goose. I oh, see yeah? You. I see you pelting our stickers all over your nice. cooler. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's great. If you see a Fresh Hop Cinema sticker around town, take a photo, tag us, and we'll do something nice. You'll win you. a prize. Yeah, well, yeah, you'll win a prize. If you're not in Patreon, maybe you'll win a koozie. Let's, yeah, I think that's good. Let's, get a, let's give... If you take a photo of a Fresh Hop... You can't put it there yourself on our system. You can't just be like, yeah. and then like, peel it off and stick it somewhere else. If you see a Fresh Hop Cinema sticker in the wild... Yes. Take a picture, tag us. Yeah. You'll get a koozie. Get you a beer koozie. It'll be great. Yep. Um, One of our koozies, not just a random. Correct. Koozie. Yes. <laughs> our koozie with our sticker logo on it. Yep. It'll be real, real tight. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm good with all that, man. Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's get to the movie this week. Cool. Again, we're coming back with Ant Man and the Wasp. No spoilers yet. So you can stick around. You can bring your kids if they're, if they're touchy about spoilers. We're not going to spoil it. 
If they're just touchy, leave them at home. Yeah, just never take them anywhere. Hello, all of you beautiful beer drinkers out there in Radio Land. I want to tell you about my favorite restaurant and beer bar in town to go grab a beer and a burger and some fries and some delicious happy hour deals. And that place is the Handlebar in Chico, California. Dude, that's crazy. That's one of my favorites, too. They're right off uh, off 20th Street. Actually, on 20th Street, when you think about it. 2070 yeah. East 20th Street. That's specifically their address. Right by Best Buy? Yeah. Sure, sure. They also have a happy hour. Do you know about this? Every single day from 2 to 6, you get Dude. one whole doll hair off any draft beer. That's right. That's four hours a day, seven days a week. That's like 78 hours, if my math is correct. And that's an amazing deal. The savings that are available on the table are just mind-boggling. It's insane. Go down to the handlebar, grab a beer, grab some food. They're wonderful. Why can I ever say wonderful when I do this? It's wonderful. They're wonderful for supporting this podcast, and they're a wonderful, wonderfully wonderful establishment here in chico wonderful i'm not cutting that do that's, it that's that's the <laughs> yes go to the handlebar check, check them, out. them out they love this show and we love them As Scott Lang balances being both a superhero and a father and a convicted criminal, by the way, Hope Van Dyne and Dr. Hank Pym present an urgent new mission that finds the Ant-Man fighting alongside the Wasp to uncover secrets from their past. That's right, everybody. That is the synopsis from IMDb for Marvel's latest, the Ant-Man, sorry, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Dun, Although I guess, dun, yeah, dun. Like, is it technically the Ant-Man? I don't know. It's directed by Peyton Reed, written by Chris McKenna, Eric Summers, Paul Rudd, Andrew Bearer, and Gabriel Ferrari. That's this a is, lot of writers. It's a lot of writers. This is a PG-13 movie. Uh, as most Marvel movies have been. Came out on July 6th of this year. It runs almost two hours long with <gasps> one hour and 58 minutes. Starring Paul Rudd as Scott Lang, the Ant-Man. Evangeline Lilly from Lost as the Wasp or Hope Van Dyne. Michael Pena, who I think is the funniest part of this movie, as Luis. Hannah John Kamen as Ava slash Ghost. Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. And Walter, I can't speak, Walton Goggins. I spelled that wrong on Googins. the paper. I'm sorry about that. As Sonny Birch. Okay. Googins. Last thing. As of July 9th, for us, that's today, this has made $161.7 million worldwide. With a starting budget of? I don't know. It didn't provide it. So, Okay. I'm not I have in, a feeling I'm that, not that this movie's going to be profitable. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Pretty pretty good feeling. Yeah. I, I'm, I, although, you know, what do we say? Jurassic World was $170 million budget, or that was profit? That was profit. I don't remember. It's hard to say. That's just Chris Pratt's hair budget. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so, Johnny, I wanted to ask you a couple questions about this movie. Yeah. This movie's been uh, on the horizon for a long time. Would you say that the movie led up to the anticipation <laughs> behind it? 
Would you say that the protagonist was good? And what do you think about the antagonist? Do you think that was a good... Do you think it was more of a hero movie or maybe an anti-hero movie? And do you think that the formula of this film was antithetical to the entire Marvel Universe as it ties together or not? That that last one's actually pretty accurate. Thank you. I think it rather... It, it, but it became... It's become antipical. Nope. <laughs> Damn it. Atypical. I don't sure. know. Whatever. No. What do you think of this movie, dude? Huh. Dude Ruder? It was summarized... By a good friend of mine. Ah, me again. Young Maxwell. <laughs> in a text. Two texts. No, one text okay. that really sure. just knocked this one right on the head. Charlie from from uh, Hereditary? <laughs> I just heard you. What? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, this movie is incredibly adequate. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a Marvel movie. Sure. There were superheroes. There was witty dialogue. There was jokes that were written into the script. How about witty dialogue? Attempted. Snappy dialogue. As witty as Paul Rudd can be doing Paul Rudd. Okay. So the extent of Paul Rudd's wittiness Mm -hmm. was reached. Sure. It was there. There was some explosions. There was a a plot that had an arc. It was uh, was a movie. It was a movie. It was a movie. This was like the definition of a popcorn movie. It was. See, and I, you can continue if you like. I was just going to jump in. I mentioned when we were talking about Jurassic World that that is not a popcorn movie because that's yeah. not a good – again, we don't have to rehash this, but I don't think that's a good movie. For, go listen to the episode if you want to know why. Yeah. This is a fine movie. This is a popcorn movie. I'd happily watch it again in an air-conditioned room on a Monday. So I, I would watch Jurassic World before I watch this again. Really? Yep. So interesting. How because dinosaurs. Sure. But what about ants? Nobody talks about ants. <laughs> Meh. Yeah, I know. The ants were cooler in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. They were scarier in that. Way scarier. But they're good guys in this. They can't be scary. Yeah. Kind of bummed we didn't see any wasps, right? Yeah. Like I thought maybe she would ride a wasp at one point. You, that would just Spoiler make sense. Or there would no be, wasps. There would be wasps involved. Right. They're very effective at hurting people they're, repeatedly. They're, they're the worst thing in nature. They serve no purpose. They're up they, there with hornets and they, just, yeah, and just massive dickery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I didn't. I I didn't think this was an amazing movie. I thought it was perfectly fine, like you said. Yeah. I think, uh, as I said earlier, Michael Pena, who plays Luis, the. Uh, the um, what was he like a partner in their security company? Yeah, um, he's like his uh, Paul Rudd's like right hand man. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with the original Ant Man, but I know um, some stuff happens during Civil War, Captain America Civil War. Yeah, to or, go even before that, yep. um, Luis's character and Paul Rudd's and Paul Rudd here. What's his name in the movie? Scott Lang. Scott Lang, least memorable name of any superhero. Yeah, but I mean, when you think about it, lots of superheroes don't have Peter Parker, names. alliteration, Tony aside. Stark. They're not that well. Tony Stark is more iconic, I guess. Stark is a strong last name, but yeah. uh, Clark Kent. I don't know. Logan. Like, sure. Yeah. So there's, there's there's a few. That's true. I'm just saying it's not a very memorable name. No. Like Johnny Quest. Sure. That's Does he count as a superhero? No. No. I was thinking of Johnny Flame, the guy from Fantastic Four. Right. Johnny, who is now Captain America. Right. It's all very <laughs> convoluted. Yeah. Um. But no. Um. Paul Rudd. I gotta call him Scott. I'll just call him Scott Lane. Yeah, you could just say Ant Man if you yeah. want. Ant Man and Luis. That's a lot easier. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. Before they, he was Ant Man, they were cat burglars together. And oh. the very the way the first one started was they were breaking into Michael Douglas's house together. That's mm. how they stumbled across the technology. So they've actually gone legit and used their crime expertise in right. home security systems and whatnot. And they're trying to get bigger. Okay. Also worth noting, Ant Man Scott Lang has a daughter mm-hmm. who has a name that I didn't write down. Sorry yep. if anybody cares. Pretty sure her name's Vera. Okay, sure. We'll say Vera. I'm yeah. gonna write it down. We'll stick with it. Why not? Um, she's young. 
she he's divorced from his wife. Yes. She has a new husband or boyfriend. It's unclear. And they split custody. So she's always around. And he's been under house arrest now for two years. Yep. Because of something that happened in Captain America Civil War. He showed up, helped out. It was against the Sokovia Accords, which I knew they were going to mention at least something mm-hmm. from the other movies. Anyways. That was the only tie-in with any So you watched the post credit scene, which we'll get to in the Danger Zone. Yeah, we need to. Um, anywho, Johnny didn't see it. I did. Yes. Okay. Um, so he's under house arrest. His whole thing is like, all right, I got a couple more days to go. Easy. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Wait a minute. I'm having a crazy vision from the quantum realm, which is where I went in the first movie. Michelle Pfeiffer shows up. Right. People thought it was impossible to go to the quantum realm and come back. We get some backstory. Lots of exposition in this film about what happens and what happened and what may happen in the future. Yeah. A lot of beating your head with the plot. Yeah. What I did appreciate in this is that Paul Rudd's character. No, Paul Rudd does the thing that I'm always doing in these movies where it's like, because a lot of the time, they, this movie gets a little bit sciency. Yeah, and oh, and, and he, he just like says, yeah, because they're like there was like, you wrote it down. I wrote it on the back. Yeah. I wrote the word quantum yeah. question mark because they're always just like okay, well, we got to get to the quantum molecular. And it's and he just goes like, are you? Do you guys just put quantum in front of everything? And I really appreciate moments like that. Yeah. Or like there's a scene when they they're wearing like the Marvel disguise, like a hat and glasses. Yeah. And they're like, no one's going to see us. And he's like, what are you talking about? We just look like the same people at a baseball game. Yeah, we look like us at a baseball game. Yeah, like those almost fourth shattery, fourth wall shattery kind of moments I yeah. really appreciate. Um, again, Michael Pena is very funny. I think he's got a lot of charisma. Evangeline Lilly didn't do as much as I was hoping she would. Same with almost everybody else. What I did like and what I thought was fun was the shrinking and growing with the Ant-Man and Wasp suits. I yeah. thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, also, Walton Guggins. Sorry about that. Is it Walter? It's it's Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. I just typed it in a hurry. He's a highlight. He, I love that dude. I just rewatched The Hateful Eight yeah. the other day, um, and he's in that as well. Terrible movie. I didn't like it. I Not tried to give movie. it a second chance. I've been trying to no. be more active on um, Letterboxd. I saw yeah. that you watched that. I just reviewed it. Yeah, I wrote it down. Yeah. Maybe I'll read that later. Yeah, you should. Uh, I didn't like that movie. Okay. We'll, so. dis- we'll discuss it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways. But as so far as highlight. this movie goes, yes. yeah, I liked him. His name's wrong, so I'm just calling him Walton Goggins. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I love him. He's been in so many good things. The first time I saw him, he was playing a transvestite or trans hooker in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, really? Yeah. Full on beautiful woman. Interesting. I'd be willing to bet that you'd see him before that, and maybe that was the first role that stuck with you. Because he's been acting for a while. Yeah, I might have, or there was just no roles that I really like remembered. But then sure. you, he's in like a ton of stuff mm-hmm. now. Uh, yeah. He was the bad guy in Tomb Raider. Yeah, he was. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so he plays Sonny Birch in, in this film, and he's sort of a, a black market arms dealer. He buys and trades c- commodities that are not typically found. He like has a big speech about like Tech. gold is gold is out, C- cryptocurrency. You know what the new future is? Is he probably said quantum something? Quantum, quantum technology. Tech. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so that's like his whole thing. Yeah. Um, and whatever they're trying to do a deal with him it's at one point it's it's very yeah. strange so and, let's yeah main plot points yeah. here and then we'll get into what we liked what we didn't totally you want to do it you want me to start uh so that? pretty much the the main plot arc is it's not really a spoiler because you sure. see her in the first five minutes is yep. that michelle pfeiffer who is michael douglas's wife mm-hmm. is trapped in the quantum realm they had this mission that they went on to stop some sort of missile yes and it's, long story yeah, short, it seems so dumb. It was so dumb. <laughs> uh, she got stuck in the quantum realm, yes. and she survived for thirty years. They think she's maybe alive. They think she's alive because right. she's um, Ant Man seeing visions of her. So they figure there's something happening. They're gonna try and figure out if there's a way to get her back. Right. And there's this evil villain who got blown up by a quantum dematerializer. Is what I'm gonna call it. Sure. 
and she's stuck between like the physical and like the quantum. Mm-hmm. So she's very uh, fluid. The with- quantum realm, by the way, is all about like the the instability of one state of matter. So yeah. you're constantly phasing. They use the word phasing a lot in this movie. Yeah, phasing between solid, liquid, gas. Not really liquid, I guess, but very uh, solid, like solid and, and not solid. Yeah, you can pass much. through things. Yeah. So it's, that's that's Ava or Ghost. Yeah, is the character played by Hannah John Kamen. Pretty decent with the villain there. Uh, and so she's wanting to try and get this lady back from the quantum realm as well to suck some of her energy out and become one piece again right. and not be phasing anymore. Because, yeah, because that's what happened. She was a kid. There was an explosion. Yeah, the she, quantum departicularator. Correct. <laughs> and she's ever since, it's been sapping her life and causing her immense pain. She can't a, control it. She's eventually just going to... And she was, yeah, taken by S.H.I.E.L.D., I think, and then I think they mentioned something like something that. like that, and then they wanted to do experiments on her. They they weaponized her, and then yeah. she got out. Basically, so that's the main story arc. That's the main struggle, and the the main objective that two opposing forces are trying to achieve, uh, to different ends. Yeah, it's just get Michelle Pfeiffer back, do it without killing her, or maybe kill her in the process. Yeah. yeah. So that's your main thing. Um, we need. It's fair to mention that there is a shrinking building, which sure. was pretty cool. Yeah, the shrinking stuff was cool to me. I yeah. thought it was fun. It's always like neat and entertaining, and I think they really they pushed it a lot farther than they had in Ant Man as mm-hmm. far as the ability to like shrink other things. Totally, like the wasp can throw things at people and then shrink them or make them larger. Yes. Like at one point in a kitchen, she threw a salt shaker and made it giant. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Pretty fun. I mean, there there were fun moments for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of that, um, you know, size displacement kind of stuff where you see. There's one scene in a school where. Uh, Ant-Man's suit is malfunctioning. Yeah. I I equate this comically and timing-wise in the film to the baby legs in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same point in the movie and same serves the same kind of purpose. Yeah. Just a silly goose Just time. a silly... Yeah, so they go into a school basically for a reason, and his suit's malfunctioning, so he's the size of a small toddler. Yeah, he's like at the handrail height. Yeah, but they... Probably about three and a half, yeah. four feet. They did a lot of perspective stuff with him standing next to Evangeline Lilly. And um, they... The and sweater... Changing. Yeah, and the giant sweater. So I think that that, that that sort of thing was really really well done. I think it was it was entertaining to watch and yeah, that's about it. But yeah, I think there was there was a lot of scenes that I really liked. Um, it's funny. I think I'm starting to enjoy this movie more now that we started talking about. Yeah, it's, it. it's a fun movie. Um, like, it was yeah, yeah. There was nothing inherently wrong with it. Um, it's just on a different level. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's you know yeah. It is what it is, but I think one of my favorite scenes is anytime they're messing with the quantum realm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just really pretty. It's it, very yes. fractal, very like, I just took a bag full of mushrooms and I'm in outer space type vibe happening. It looked like that scene from Doctor Strange where he goes out to outer space and fights Dormammu. I'm not a big Doctor Who guy. Sorry. I said, did I say Doctor Who? I meant Doctor Strange. Oh, no, you did say Doctor okay. Strange. Yeah, sorry. When I he, just went to Doctor Who. Uh, seems like you kind of are a big Doctor Who guy. No, um, like that, or yeah. or like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, yep, kind of stuff. Just the weird, cool, like, bright yeah, colors, right. space. But this was a more organic feeling, and yeah. more kind of gooey. Yeah, if I can and, use that word. And honestly, I liked, um, I liked Ghost. I did too. So that's that's the thing. If if we're gonna say Ghost is the villain, which I don't even totally feel comfortable. She's saying. more anti-hero than villain. Sorry, say that again. Anti-hero. Anti-hero, yeah. Um, yeah, like, she is a, a villain whose whole goal is just like, I just want to, look, man, I've been in pain my whole life. I just want to survive. Yeah, so, like, villain out of self-preservation. Yeah, and I get that. Everybody gets that. Yeah. She didn't even go about it in the worst way. She, she I, I think, made a good, yeah, made a good effort to not hurt anybody. She didn't have to. Honorable mention, not on the paper here, is is um, Morpheus. Morpheus. Lawrence Fishburne. Sure. We just both say Morpheus. Yeah, I knew what you are saying. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Uh-oh. 
Oh, you're out of Coke? I'm out of Coke. Sorry, dude. You're not going to be able to say anything. I'll get you, get you a bump later. You're not going to be able to say <laughs> anything now until you buy me a Coke. Oh, shoot. I guess carry the carry away. I'll be quiet. <laughs> no. I'll let you out of it this time. Lift but the curse. Okay. That was a massive office shout out. Just saying. Yeah. Unshun. Reshun. Uh, so yeah, Lawrence Fishburne was good. He's a, he's an ex associate of Dr. Pym's and they had a falling out and he's smart. Yeah. That's it. And he played an interesting role. Sure. They, he, they had a bit more of an extensive role as in, in regards to ghost. That's true. So he was a bit of a mentor and but, he kind yeah. of kept her from going like whole hog yeah. evil. Yeah. So I suppose it was interesting. So, Any other favorite scenes you want to mention? No, man. I think it was just all around fine and entertaining. I re- again, I liked Michael Pena a lot more than I thought. I, th- I thought he was funnier than any part of the movie I would have expected would have been. Yeah, I agree. And he was really funny in the first one. He's that 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 oddball, that wild card. Sure. He's the wild card comic element that mm-hmm. he's really only in this movie to be funny. Yeah, which is fine. And it's he's just kind of a hapless sidekick, which I love. I could watch him and Paul Rudd go back and forth for for quite a while. They've got a really nice chemistry and banter. Yeah, just just hearing Louis talk about like I want a suit. Yeah, like you know, I like, could even have like even minim- no no powers, minimal <laughs> powers. Suit. What if it, even if I had no powers? I yeah. just like a suit. So I want to jump maybe to some negative stuff. Um, I don't care even a little bit about the Doctor Pym Michelle Pfeiffer thing. Not not even a, not a bit. There's a like a little. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that more in the in the Danger Zone. But but they set it up from the very beginning, like like they were this 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 love tale for the ages and. And she left, she got stuck in the quantum realm when Evangeline Lilly was quite young. Yeah. And, but her whole, mo- apparently, motivation in life is just, man, I hope my mom remembers me. And I just like, I don't, come on. It felt very forced. I get it. I don't want to downplay the relationship between a child and I her do. mother. Yeah, okay. Well, birds of a, I don't know. I, I just don't <laughs> care. No, um, yeah, it just was not, it didn't grab me. And and I think I think the energy wasted on that could have been put towards Paul Rudd and his daughter. Paul Rudd and his daughter, or Ghost's character, or that, and like that one. motivation, I think that energy would have been better served towards either of those yeah. two storylines. But I guess in terms of loving relationships, sure, I, I think I would have preferred to see that stretched out between Paul Rudd and his daughter. Fair to say they kind of overstretched themselves, having kind of three separate storylines in this movie, if, if not more. Yeah. yeah, but three main ones with sure. a couple little side ones with his business and oh, okay, with, gotcha. with some different. But like the three main ones, I think they could have narrowed that down to two. And had a much more compelling film. For sure. Yeah. I don't I don't honestly I don't think that a lot of the stuff with Walton Goggins character needed to be in there. Um he could have played either a smaller part or a way bigger part. That's true. I, I really did think because you get the vibe that uh oh, Ava that ghost that'd be another storyline right. with him. That's, yeah. Yeah. Um but Ava could have could be a, a character that could be perceived as somebody who is obviously misunderstood and before the end of the movie might turn good. And then you team up against the greater evil and maybe that happens. Maybe it doesn't. We'll save that. But that was my thought going in. I was like, okay, I can see how she could be a good, a good asset to this duo. Yeah. I don't know. And she was really cool. I mean, she had a sweet British accent. I really liked her, her costume. It was creepy. It was really creepy. I loved it. It was probably my favorite costume out of the whole movie. Yeah. Maybe out of the whole Marvel universe. Oh, that's a bold statement. I I can name a cooler one. I'm thinking. Black um, Panthers is pretty dope. Black Panthers is pretty dope. That's true. I li- yeah, he, his gets it. Yeah. Especially the upgraded one that, right? that catches the kinetic energy. Yeah. Um, Hannah John Kamen, who plays Ghost, was... I've only seen her in one other thing, and it was an episode of Black Mirror called Playtest. Okay. Very good episode. Nice. Um, Check that one out. It's real good. She, and maybe maybe that kind of preconditioned me to feel a certain way about her, because I liked her in that. Okay. But well, I just I, don't fully distrust her. I don't really buy her as mm. a total baddie. I never did in the first place. That's I kind of had that same mm-hmm. thought initially, where they might join up or, right. you know, 
I don't know. So we'll save that for the danger zone. Sure. But yeah, I definitely was intrigued by her character. I was immediately kind of uh, endeared to her. I think I had more of an emotional like connection or yeah. like I was interested in what was going to happen with her way more so than than Michael Douglas. Definitely. Or, oh, yeah. or Michelle Pfeiffer's character. Like, way more. Yeah, I think the other thing that I have a hard time with in, in a lot of Marvel movies, and sometimes some are better than others, um, but it comes back to kind of knowing what you are as a movie. Yeah. Like Thor Ragnarok had a bunch of cheesy moments, but it owned it and it yeah. knew what it was doing. This one has a couple of those where it's just eye-rolly classic bad yeah. dialogue. Like there's yep. one scene where... where I rolled my eyes yeah. several times. Right, where theater. Dr. Pym is like, well, what does he say? He's Because Scott... And uh, and Hope are looking at each other. Oh god! And they they yeah. just got out of a sticky situation. And he goes, "Are you guys just gonna keep staring at each other's eyes? Are we gonna get out of here before someone starts shooting at me?" And there's always like seven or eight people in the theater that are just like, "Ah ha ha!" Yeah. Like, have you never seen a movie? Yeah. Lots of people thought it's, certain parts yeah, like that were way I, funnier than like, they were. I don't. Maybe I'm jaded, but I don't care. No. <laughs> Some people's senses of sh- humor are really that shallow. Yeah. It's just we're not used to it. Yeah. Also, the scene, well, there's a scene, I will say, before the danger zone, of mistaken identity at one point during a very science-y moment. Okay. And that was supposed to be played very humorously. And I do think it was it was very cute. But I don't think it was laugh out loud. And a lot of people were busting. I don't up. remember the scene, so I look forward to the danger sure, zone for sure. this. Uh, I have a couple things that stand out. I think Ghost is one for me. Uh, Paul Rudd and Luis. Those are my my standouts. Like Paul Rudd, they kind of overdid his dialogue, in my opinion. Though they just went a little hard with the Paul Ruddiness of yeah. it. Um, but also, he is that character, and he sells that with his style. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I can't fault him too much for just utilizing what his strength is. So I think he stands out. Luis is hilarious. Uh, I really, really loved the. Um, the cars going smaller and bigger. Yeah, that I wish they wouldn't cool. have spoiled so much in the trailer. Yeah, I would have loved to have not seen the. Basically, they have one trick: it's go into a car and expand. get bigger. And I wish they wouldn't have showed that because that was the whole chase, and it would have been a little bit more dramatic it had was, I not known exactly. You know, the trailers for this movie did spoil quite a bit. Quite a bit. Also, sorry about that. When we, I'm not going to edit the trailer that we played, but there was a lot of sound. There was not a lot of dialogue. So yeah, there was like a lot. Of psh, boom, boom, got boom. Psh, psh. Next time, because there was script. Yeah, I'm right. going to read it. We'll next oh, time. that's a good idea. In July 2018, all heroes. Oh, did it say stuff like that? Are not as oh, big not as they appear right, in the right, mirror. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like it would have been better with that because right. you would have been like filling in. But also, yeah, that I, trailer yeah. was all just like right. I think ultimately, ultimately, this movie is is what it was going to be. No matter what, I think people will enjoy it because it fits that mold. Yeah, Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd, Michael Pena, and you can't really fault them for that sort of thing. You, you know can, what I mean? You can't. <laughs> you can't. Um, let's give this a rating, then go to a break and come back with another beer and stuff. And the danger zone. Yeah, and the danger zone. Yeah. What do you What do you got? I have my number down. This movie is a solid six. It's a six for me. Really? What are the odds? I got it written down right there. I'm no gonna put you down as a six kidding. as well. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, it's predictable. It's it. It just is what it is. Yeah. It's good for kids. Sure. It's entertaining. If you love all the Marvel Marvel movies, you'll love it. I mean. There were things about it I really enjoyed. There were eye rolly, mm-hmm. you know, cut the crap moments, but all in all, it was it was not a terrible movie. Yes, Johnny made the mistake, and I'll say this now: there maybe there's more than one, but I stuck around for one post credit scene, and there is a significant tie-in to Infinity War specifically. Well, that should have been in the movie. So, no, it couldn't have been. 
Okay. Well, they should have had like, some. It actually could have been really easily, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So never no, mind. They, sh- they should have. There was no yeah. tie-in with the rest of the Marvel Universe at all in this whole movie. Yeah. And the whole... We got to go to the danger zone because I'm about to bust. Sure. Sure. Uh, okay. We'll be right back. Um, I think that was all I wanted to say. Are you good? Are we good? Straight to the danger zone? Go. I need to talk more. Cool. We'll Take a break. Back. Hello, and welcome to another episode of What Charlie Will Be Pouring Ooh, this Monday, this is which is today. That's right. Every Monday is the Explorer series over at Secret Trail Brewing Company. So this Monday, tonight, as you're hearing it, they will be pouring their Baltic Porter aged in oak barrels. Oh, that's great. Yeah, there's no, no bourbon, no vanilla, no adjuncts, just some pure, beautiful oak flavor. They're calling it Lights Out on Oak. Yeah, the lights out the stellar porter. Yeah, it's delicious. Yep. So go try that bad boy on some oak, and they will be pouring that. Their whole operating hours from three to nine p.m. Right. Again, that's Secret Trail right here in Chico at one thirty-two Meyer Street, or you can find them on their social media at Secret Trail Bruco. Live and drink off the beaten path. It's time for the danger zone. Damn it! <laughs> you didn't tell me you did damn that. It. You go, damn it! You cock ass. That's funny. That's the f- I just kept it from last week. Sorry, let's give it its due. Oh, that was great. It's time. Oh, Damn it's it. time for the danger. <laughs> okay, quick danger zone announcements. Again, this is where we spoil the movie. Also, if you listen with kids, probably don't, unless you don't care if they hear swear words, because that's what's coming out of our face holes into your ear holes. We, we break this shit down. Yes. We cut the shit and we talk some shit. So we and then we drink some shit. Where's our beer? Right there. Oh, all right. So um, let's talk about spoilers. No. 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 We're gonna talk about this beer first. We're going to give it its due. Um, so Johnny brought this beer. This movie grinds right? my gears. Getting back into it. And yes. here, here's, I'm going to let you guys all have the reaction that I had. He, I said, Johnny, what's this beer called? He said, bacon and eggs. I said, what? that sounds gross. He kind of went, huh? Yeah, I went, huh? uh, So anyways, maybe it's it's not a bacon and egg flavored beer. No, it is, is. No, it isn't. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. That can't be right. Yeah. It tastes like runny eggs. That doesn't sound good. I don't want it. It's going to be fucking delicious. Oh, it's fine. So. Come on, uh, let me. I'll get that in a second. No, it does not taste like runny eggs. This is one of my all-time favorite breakfast stouts, or breakfast porters, I should say. This beer is renowned pretty much for sure. being one of their best dark beers that they do. It's at a beautiful I didn't temperature say who made right it. now. This is coming from Pizza Port Brewing Company out of Southern California. Yep, somewhere down there. Yeah, and just so you know, this coffee comes from Bird Rock Coffee Roasters. Oh, they do great work. Yeah, yeah, nice. that's cool that if you know. If I'm them. not mistaken, I think I've been there. All right, can you pour some of this so I can yeah, read man. it? Uh, so like Johnny said, it's a it's a breakfast porter. It's an imperial porter. It's 8% in ABV, and it is it looks real good. You didn't pour hardly ahead, or maybe it just disappeared. No, I did. It, it's really bubbly. Okay. So yeah, let me get that bad boy. I'm going to yeah. read you. And the canned art is tremendous. Describe it. It is a strip of bacon with an arms and legs, uh, an egg with arms and legs. Like in an office? Yeah. The bacon is holding a cup of coffee, given the hang loose sign, and the egg is waving, and there is a pint of beer surfing. They're yeah, they're not in an office. No, they're waving at they're at the beach. Yes, yeah, and they're waving at a pint of beer that is surfing. Sure, it's tremendous. It's tremendous. Breakfast has been served. Originally brewed at Pizza Port OB. Yeah, that's uh, Ocean Beach, okay. San Diego. Bacon and eggs has become a favorite amongst Pizza Port fans. The unique and specific coffee blend that is used in this brew was created by our beer buddies at Bird Rock Coffee Roasters. Known as the Pizza Port blend, the mix of Ethiopian and Sumatran beans oh my God. delivers a fruity blueberry aroma with spice flavors oh that blend perfectly with chocolatey biscuit notes from the beer. 
Again, are you still reading? Sorry. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> the Go Imperial on. Coffee Porter drinks like medium roast coffee with a balanced bitterness. So start your mornings right and pour a cup. Cheers. So maybe you're new to the podcast. Sometimes Johnny and I talk coffee. A lot. The biggest thing between us is that he likes nutty, chocolatey coffees. I like fruitier coffees, mm-hmm. like Ethiopians. Mm-hmm. And this has Ethiopian coffee. And I smelled it, and this smells terrific. Yeah. I don't know. It smells really good. <laughs> I secretly knew that you would love this beer when yeah. I picked it out. Well, good, man. I've been wanting you to try it for a while. Uh, also, props on reading that. I just saw that can. That is small little print. No wonder you had to pour so much out. You had to tilt it. I have the fucked up eyes that I can see shit good close, but not man, far away. Your sentence is just, as soon as the danger zone, I have fucked up eyes so I can see good shit close good. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't yeah. think about it. Yeah, no, it's I great. Speak in the danger zone, um, it just comes out. So you've had this before? Yeah, I've had it a couple times. I've had it on draft uh, a couple times, and we just got cans up here for the first time. And again, just to be clear, where is this available? New Earth Market. And give me a ballpark. Can you buy a single and a uh, six pack and a four pack? This is a pint can. Yeah, they broke down and gave me a single out of a four pack, but the four pack was like. 12 15 bucks somewhere in there let's say 15 if it's 12 you get a good surprise yeah 15 on the high end um but yeah i mean still a great price for a four pack of a beer of this caliber in my opinion uh it's one of the porters that i will choose over a lot of stouts just because the coffee presence is so tremendous this is, this is coffee yeah wow that's that is rich yeah it's so good there's a little bit of sweetness um that that is the only thing that I'm like, maybe it's not super coffee. There's there's some chocolatey chocolatey sweetness going here, but my goodness, that is a lot of coffee. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. like it. Yeah, that's why it's called bacon and eggs, man. You sure. just sit down in the morning and have this with breakfast. I had two eggs with coffee this morning. Nice. So close. Very close. As you know. I don't not about bacon. that bacon no, life. I'm not. So maybe a, 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 an all beef sausage. Or like or some a turkey sort. bacon. Turkey bacon. Turkey bacon, if you really burn it, it's pretty good. It is. I like turkey bacon in the oven. Oh. I've done that. That's the way to get the bacon the crispiest and the most consistent. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And plus, you don't get greasy splatters. I don't, yeah. You, no one wants that. It's dangerous. I think bacon's, a, I'm going to say an unpopular thing. What? I think bacon's overrated. I think you're overrated. I, I know. And I know that's everybody's knee jerk reaction, but. <gasps> overrated how? Well, that it's delicious and it's, it's perfect. It's, it's good. And it makes everything taste better? No. I think it's overused. I think people put bacon on too many things. And yeah. I, again, I realize that I'm saying something unpopular. So if anybody's like already getting up on Twitter or our emails, please just give me a second to make my case. No, don't. Flood his his inbox. <laughs> Blow just, him up. Look, it, it's good. But I don't think it's as praiseworthy as everybody says. Look, I love bacon. I used to love bacon. I used to eat it all the time. But I think there's a couple reasons. I think the labor that goes into making bacon, the price for good bacon... And the dietary results on your body. Those three things combined. Pork belly is much better. Not really. Yeah. It's, it's just straight fat. Dude. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, but I'm, but it's the same problem. Yeah. Granted, you don't get probably splatters because you don't cook it the same way. But anyways, I think for, for the effort, both calorically and on your body and cooking-wise, and the price for good quality bacon, I think it's overrated. And I know it's good, but I think there's better options. That's what would all. be your go-to better option? I just not not a fried meat. I wouldn't pick a fried meat. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, what would you pick? Well, I don't know. Um, hmm. Can I think about that and come back? Like a fried potato pancake? No, that sounds nasty. They're so good. Although, don't get me started on the differences between. Some people are like pancakes are amazing. I'm like, shut up. No, they're not. Waffles yeah. are amazing. Nobody wants a pancake. Pancakes are cool if you're out of bread. Yeah, I guess waffles are cool. 
if you're alive. Nobody wants a pancake. And See, everybody thinks they want pancakes. And you don't. I swear to God, you don't want pancakes. No, nobody wants People pancakes. People just want a waffle. You want the crispiness of a waffle. Yeah. Pancakes are waffles that are lying to themselves about being waffles. Yeah. It's just, ugh. Pancakes are so dense too, like you can't really enjoy them. Have you, you seen the ones that are like three inches thick? No. Oh, they're awful. It's just just buy a sheet cake, you swine. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so breakfast foods. So where we differ in the bacon argument, yeah, we we concur. Can come together for us. Yeah. The point is, this beer would go great with any of those foods. Yes. I, I dare say this beer would make pancakes better. You know, my favorite breakfast is steak and eggs. Bruh, I had the best steak and eggs one time in Reno yeah. at a place called Pegs. Glorified ham and eggs. Whoa. Is that right? Pegs glorified. I think that's what it's called. Pegs or pigs? No, it's pegs. Like P-E-G? Peg, like pegging. Okay. Uh, You know. Yeah. In the butt. No, that's... Oh, docking is... Sorry. Yeah, I got it. We're all on the same page. Let's just be quiet. Here we go. All right. Pegs glorified ham and eggs had the best ham... What did I say? Steak and eggs. Steak and eggs. Ever. They do like a big old steak and two eggs. You got to get them over easy. And they like smother it in onions and mushrooms, which is not Mm. usually my thing, but... Oh, it was it was the best. There I, I went nothing. back to the kitchen. And I was like, "Look, guys, this is this is the best steak and eggs I've ever had." And the dude said to me, um, he, "He said, I, I said, oh, this is a separate time. They make great breakfast." I said to him, "I said, hey, friend, waiter, sir, this is the best breakfast I've I've had in months." And instead of being like, "Oh, thanks," all he goes, "Have you never been here before?" <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, I mean, wow, dog, too shady. Like you know your game and your spit. I respect, yeah. you know." That's a boss move that if you you're on ever me. in reno you got to go to the one in midtown or just outside of midtown it's on um it's on like liberty or something like okay. that it's very good nice i'll have to check them out next time in the rizzano i want to take this beer and go eat there gotta be a good day that sounds nice yeah and they did have a lot of four packs available cool which maybe is I'll nice. t- i'm going to reno well i'm going to hawaii maybe i'll take this to- i can't take it to hawaii maybe i'll take you it can to check reno it in a few weeks i'm not checking the bag i'm carrying on for eight days yeah yeah, that's actually not. I'm gonna spend the days on the beach, dude. I'm yeah, swimming naked in the ocean, so I barely even have to pack clothes. I don't know, man. It's humid there. You're gonna need some extra changes of clothes. I'll just jump in the ocean. Just bring lots of chonies. Sure, sure. That bag should just mainly be chonies. Sure. Don't say chonies like it's a normal thing you always say. Do I you do. say that? We never talk about underwear. Yeah, we do. Yeah. For like six months, you were all about the me undies. You wouldn't shut up about your underwear. Yeah, they're they're not the best chones. Chones now. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I've never said chonies on the podcast. You literally have never said that. So I've said it plenty, nope. just not to you. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You never said it on the show. Usually, yeah. you only say it when you're like you or someone else are in their chonies. Oh, it's weird to well, say. Aren't when, you like, most of the time? But like only your chonies. Oh well, we're not. The, we are that now. Yeah. Damn it. <sighs> so, Fine, I guess. Yep. Here we go. Um, I usually eat breakfast in my chonies. I do too, actually. See, that's when you say you chonies. That's sure. like when you're in your chonies, sure. that means you're only wearing your underwear. That makes sense. So it's, if I say like I got a MeUndies subscription, there's some pretty cool underwear. But like if I was only wearing them, I'd be like, look at my sweet chonies. Yeah. I think that's really what it is. I've never thought about it before is, now. Is, is, me, is my underwear in Spanish michones by chance? Mi- I feel like it might be. It's michorones. Me undies. Me. I can't even blend languages. Me undies. My. Oh. <laughs> Michorones. Is it my undies? I don't know. What did you order from? Me undies. Me undies. If you said M I me chones, that'd be Spanish. Michones. Interesting. Wordplay. Yeah. We're having fun. Underwear play. Sure. <laughs> Underplay. Undercarriage. So is that your favorite breakfast? What's that? Steak and eggs? No. What's your favorite breakfast? Well, because here's the thing, man. You can indulge in breakfast, right? Steak and eggs I can't eat more than once every few months. Okay. My favorite go to breakfast 
I don't eat breakfast a lot. I skip a lot of meals yeah. throughout but, my day. But a lot of times we eat, we, you have weird hours. Sometimes we have yeah. breakfast for dinner. Sure. Yeah, a couple nights ago I had two eggs and a piece of toast. Exactly. I do like that. That's a good foundation. Eggs, toast, maybe some oatmeal. I don't know, something, something to add a little bit more carbs to the carbs from the bread. Get you through the day. You know, it's hard to say. I think mine would have to be avo sourdough toast. Mm, that's great. With an egg in the middle. Yeah, egg with, and whole. No, with a, with a over easy egg on top. Oh, see, I would put the avocado on top. Cut, oh. cut a hole out of the toast, mm. fry it, put an egg in, let it cook. Actually, smush up the avocado, spread yeah. it. Maybe a little cayenne, a little pepper, a little all seed on top, mm. sprouts, microgreens, mm. lemon oil. Pinch of sea salt. Sure. Girl. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. No, avocado toast and and eggs is like, yeah. I would never get tired of it. Yeah. Like, I love steak and eggs, but I could eat avocado toast and eggs every meal for Yeah, but how about steak and avocado? I do that mm. regularly. Oh, really? It's very good. I guess that's not that weird. No. Yeah, no, I, I get um, food at the casino where I work. Yes. And do steak and eggs with no potatoes, cut the carbs out. Sure. And do um, like a whole avocado on top. Just pit and all. No. Just chew it down to the yeah, pit. They, they, the rind. Yeah, they just put, yeah, they, just, they stick a whole avocado. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. What's well? So now I guess that we've covered let's get favorite back to breakfast. The beer, I guess I think this would this beer would make toast with avocado yeah. and eggs much better. I I feel like if anybody from from Pete Support ever listens, they might think, man, these people really don't care about our beer. No, 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 no. Back that up. The reason this all started was because of how good this beer is. Yeah. If you can have a drink that makes you reminisce about a meal, about so much breakfast, because yeah. I would eat all of this with this beer. I would dip my steak in this beer. Yeah. That's gross. I would, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, but not gross. I think it's very good. And you're taking a second drink. So yeah. what do you think, man? It's so good. It's just so good. It's medium roast coffee mixed with a porter. Uh, I can't get enough of this beer. I've never been able to get enough of this beer. Uh, I love this beer. I really like this beer. I challenge you to think of a porter that is better, that would make this not be a 10. No, I can't think of a porter that's better. This is probably the best porter I've had. Yeah. But it's still not a 10. No. It's a little too bubbly for me. Yeah. If it were a little flatter. See, mine's flat now. Drink it. You, I, I drank a big a big swig of mine there, and it was still still pretty bubbly. Mm. Mine's mm. flat. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think either a little bit less bubbly or a little, little bit thicker yeah. would, would uh, get the Snickers. The plight of the porter. Sure. Yeah. So no, I'm saying nine. It's very good. You're going nine as well. I challenge you to find a better porter that makes it not a 10. Viking's Lament from Fieldwork. Okay. It's like a 12% porter. Sure. Oh, sure. So good. So nines, though. Yeah, nines across the board. Perfect. Are we just even this about everything? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we what are. What the shit? Good week, man. Wow. Yeah, we're on, we're on the wow. same, same page. This is Bacon and Eggs by Pizza Port. So damn good. 8% Imperial Coffee Porter. It's nine. Nine for G. Non, nine for G. J, J, Johnny, and me. You just called me G. I tried to combine Johnny with me, which you doesn't just, make sense. You just called me G. I called you J with an I at the end. G. But yes, it sounded like G. I get that. That's fine. Let's move on. That's fine. Uh, again, available at New Earth. Yeah, four dollars. So yeah. not four dollars. Four four, four monies. An, for an amount of dollars. Four, get four, in a four pack. Share it. Four cash monies. It's very good. Is really good. Also, go visit Bird Rock if you're ever in the San Diego area. Yeah, or do, if you can order coffee from them, that'd be cool. I know a lot of places like that you can mail order coffee now. So that's sure. kind of a cool thing. Check sure. them out. Yeah, try it out. Let's get back to Ant Man. Do it. And the Wasp. All right. I don't so, have anything else to add, really. No. 
Well, no, we needed to talk about the lack of incorporation of the Marvel Universe into oh, the rest sure. of this. You're right. You're right. Because, excuse me, I was looking forward to this movie mm-hmm. because I was assuming it would tie in and tie up maybe some loose ends um, after the events of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it did nothing. Sure. So that was a real bummer. I was assuming that they would at least touch on that and possibly maybe like at the end be like, oh, they're going to need us because all these people evaporated and now we have to go get the Soul Stone. So it's fair to assume that this happened before those events, right? Otherwise, they would have talked about it. I guess. Somebody in that crew would have been gone. Yeah, you would think. This this happened before Infinity War. Even without knowing that, I think it's fair to assume. But Marvel is smart enough to not do that. Okay. It's weird that it comes out after that movie, but chronologically in no, the time not. frame of this universe it's supposed to happen before. I, Fine. I, okay. I We're Iron Man then Captain America. Right? That's fair. You know? Yeah. They don't give a shit about yeah. chronology. They're just they're just throwing stuff out there okay. willy-nilly. Um but none of the people in this movie disintegrated in Infinity War. So let's talk post-credit scene. Yes, please enlighten me. Spoilers abound again. It's the danger zone. So there's there's a there's a post-credit scene right after the main credits, right? Not not all the crazy credits, but the main ones, where yeah. it's, like where it's animated. So what they decide to do, they've they've perfected the quantum tunnel at this point, and they've built a miniature one in the back of Luis's van, and Ant Man's going to go in to harvest the quantum energy, right? So he's attached by earpiece to them, and they're like, all right, powering up the quantum tunnel, preparing to dive in in three, two, and he dives in, right? He's down there. He's like, harnessing energy. It all goes in. And then he's like, all right, guys, I got the energy. And then they're like, okay, cool. We're going to bring you out in three, two, one, dead silence. And he's like, guys, this isn't funny. Okay, ha, 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 joke. Nothing. Funny? No. We jump back out to the real world. People floating away. Dr. Pym. Evangeline Lily and I think probably Luis and and mom all gone. Oh disintegrated to nothing. Now Ant Man is stuck in the quantum realm. That's what's happening for Infinity War. Whoa. Right at right while that stuff's going on, he is in the quantum realm. I guess right at the end. Yeah. So when the snap happened, that was terrible timing. I know. Wow. I know. But here's the thing. Is it is he immune to it? Like is the quantum realm a safety zone? Would it be possible to harness that quantum energy? You could almost argue that the evaporation into those little dust particles is a is a change of state of matter. Yeah. Could you take the the quantum energy like they did for Ghost, put it onto them and bring them back? Reassemble people? That's an idea. I had a hair between hmm. my teeth. Sorry about that. You're eating hair. Yeah. It's not um good. that's an interesting idea. But I I think I'm wrong. Or if you're immune to like the snap in the quantum realm right you just assemble all the superheroes yeah but they'd have to be in the quantum yeah, realm already just zoom them in there i don't know but they're already dead or gone yeah, whatever but if, unless you get the time stone right so you did be, yeah true i don't know that's the thing about the gauntlet and, and i don't want to get going on time travel again, yeah dude. no don't <laughs> please just, don't <laughs> i got so many fun comments from listeners about it's your a rant good, on time it's travel. a good thing you know you gotta t- you know um, we should dedicate a podcast sometime just to your thoughts on time travel. i'd love that that'd be fun yeah yeah that'd be good yeah uh let's see anything else we want to mention anything pivotal in this movie anything spoilery that we didn't give away um no i don't think so no, it ended exactly how you would think it would end. Yeah, they got reunited and everybody's happy. And nobody, nobody died. Dies. The bad guys got arrested. Yep. The truth serum was really funny. The truth serum was funny. Yeah. Oh, my. That's another thing. Somebody behind me, like, 
you know when the three bad guys are caught and they're all tied up yeah. and they're talking like and Michael Peña's like no, no no we're just catching them they're they're drug dealers and then they start being like yep that's, that's true that they they each one of those bad guys made like two comments and then the one final bad guy like I guess it is truth serum about 60 or 70% of the way through those comments some person behind me goes it's the truth serum. And I was like, no shit, it's the truth serum. Like, yeah, really? Quiet down. Thanks. You nincompoop. Einstein. For Youths. Really- oh, we didn't know that. And I thought it was like a kid. I was like, maybe I'm being judgmental. I turned around, I was like a 40-year-old dude. That's when you turn around and you'd be like, what? Yeah, I almost said, I was like, what? No way. That's I, did, cr- I, d- I didn't almost do that. Obviously, I wouldn't yeah, no. do that unless that one time. But- We're working on Max's confrontation skills for movie going. You got to just, yeah. Because I would have been like, you're so smart. Yeah, just get out of here. You're so smart. Anyways, I was t- I'm tired of those moments in movies. So the all of them. The movie or the movie going experience? Both, but yeah. I'm tired of the moments in movies that make I'm I'm going to go ahead and be cavalier and say dumb people try think they have epiphanies yeah. that are very obvious when to anybody f- who's watching. When the they movie. figure out like ultra basic plot points. Right. I love how how judgmental I get when I do this podcast. I feel very validated. This is your catharsis it totally for is. your terrible movie going yeah, experience. I don't think I really feel this way towards people, but in this bubble, uh, I'm just gonna vent. Yeah, this is your Fine. safe place. Yeah, totally. Because when 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 we talk about it, it takes you right back to that movie time. Yeah. And you think about the way their dumb faces look. Stupid. I, I don't even most of them get to see their faces. I just gotta imagine them. Yeah. Oh, I said imagine Imagine them. Imagine. <laughs> so. All right. I'm good. Well, we will resume this conversation of Max's uncontrollable rage. Yeah. I'll be on the beach when you hear this, probably. Yeah. So as you're listening to this, Max is on the beach. Yep. I'm sweating at work. Yep. We love you all. Yeah. Check us out on all of our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Fresh Hop Cinema. Website coming soon. We'll blast yep. that out when it comes. We got merch coming soon. Stay tuned to all the social medias for that. Please, if you watch this movie or if you drink either of the beers we drank tonight, let us know what you thought. Absolutely. And if you really like what you're hearing on this podcast, please don't hesitate to give us a rating or a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. A lot of the time, it's a really nice way for people of a similar interest to find this show. And then maybe we'll make new friends that way. It's a, it's a small world uh, getting smaller, hopefully. After all... Yeah, all right. Well, I'm Jerome. Jerome? I'm Jerome. I'm Steven. That's Steven. We'll see you next week. Bye. This is Fresh Hop Cinema.